0: What's up, everybody? It's your man, Profec, letting everybody know that January 17th, my new project, Beauty for Ashes, will be available on all digital platforms. And I will say that this is going to be the most emotional, deep project that I've put out up to date. And I just want to share my experience with you. I'm not going to tell you a story about something. If anything, I'm going to speak to the audience from the place itself. So you don't want to miss it. Check it out. January 17th, Beauty Fashions. Peace.
1: 520
2: Collective, where music meets ministry and the indie artists take center stage. Ride through my old town. Oh me, Ocean. Oh, might need both cry Ocean. Oh, here flowed down my O Child. Fear so broke, no hope around here. Been trying to cope since like oh one. Better slow down for your co-sign, you might like, oh Sean.
0: What's up and welcome to the Five Twenty Collective Podcast, where music meets ministry and the indie artist takes center stage. You can check us out on the anchor fm site as well as its appearance. Or if you haven't checked it out already, go and download the His Hop Radio app now. You can check out the podcast. You can check out Five Twenty Radio and just support what they've got going on over there at His Hop. So this episode of the podcast is being sponsored by uh, Chude. His new project, Chill Town, is a story about holding on to Christ, especially when He is all that you have chill town is available now across digital outlets make sure y'all hit that up that is chude c-h-u-d-e and go and support that project stream it purchase it uh it's good stuff guys so make sure you check it out this is eric boston i'm here with nate shelton nate this is episode one of season two here we are man what's up
3: oh i am feeling great i'm really excited for the new year See what we've got in store for everybody and everything at five twenty. The podcast. I mean, we got we got a lot that potentially is going to change a lot. So definitely excited for, to see what twenty twenty has for us. No doubt, no doubt.
0: And as always, guys, we are in the field on the Track Stars Podcasting Network. Uh, shout out to our guys over at Track Stars. We actually have uh, an interview on this episode with the head man himself the ceo mr sean david grant so make sure you stick around for that later on in the show Uh, but this episode is also being sponsored by ajb4 so he just released his first single real or fake off of the soundtrack for his movie ain't god all right that single is available now when you're trying to decide what and who needs to stay in your life moving forward I mean, that dilemma right there, guys, that is the focus of what this song is, and it's inspired by the movie where a young artist begins to look for employment after a series of disappointments. Uh, Get real or fake now, and go and check out the teaser trailer as well for Ain't Got All Right." That's at ajb4.com. You can check those out. Again, it's ajb4. The song is... Real or fake, Nate? Man, what has been going on, man? How is your holidays, your New Year? How's it starting off?
3: Well, uh, as probably is the same for most everybody out there. A lot of those were crazy. Uh, a little bit of traveling, not too bad. Stayed close, but you know, I had lots of good time with the family. New Year, uh, it's it's got a mixed bag so far. Some stuff happening with my family, but we'll get through it and. 2020 is going to be i think it's going to be a great year for us
0: no doubt no doubt guys and if you want to stay up on everything that's going on at 520 collective you know make sure you catch us across social media that's twitter instagram facebook all of them it's at 520 chh 520 spelled out and of course hit up the website 520 collective.com now Go on there, drop your email and our subscribe button, and get the newest content delivered right to your inbox. Uh, Like we said, you can also check us out on Anchor.fm. And when you go on there, guys, there's a couple of pretty sweet options. You can actually leave us a voicemail if you... something that you want to talk about that's going on on the podcast, you know, leave us a a, a voicemail. We're going to look and if we start getting those coming in, we want to plug those into the podcast. Um, You also have a way to support the podcast. Uh, If you feel like you want to throw a little monetary donation in there, uh, it'll help us just really push this podcast and this platform forward. So we would love it if you would do that as well. But yeah, like you said, Nate, man, there, there was, um, It's been busy, you know, with the holidays, family stuff, getting ready for New Year's. There was a lot of stuff kind of happened within CHH right there at the end of 2019 as well. Um, One of those things, man, was we announced our first ever five point Collective Rookie of the Year, man. Uh, I think it was a a pretty cool thing that we got to do. You know, we had 10, like, semi-finalists. We put it out on our Twitter account. Let the fans vote, narrow it down to a top five finalist, and then our staff uh, took a, a, a vote to decide on the winner. Um, what did you think of the whole process, man? Of just going through and, and deciding this rookie of the year?
3: I think it was, <clears throat> the process is really, really interesting. You know, give it to the the fans initially, see what their what their thoughts were. Lots of great candidates. Um, the top five. Once we got a will down, I don't know about you, but for me it was really, really tough. There's a couple, three guys. I it it took me a good minute to decide where to put my vote. So it was a great a great group of guys, and um, there was, it could have gone either way. I think there for a minute. So, but yeah, our winner, well deserved. Uh, it, it yeah, it was. I love the process this time
0: yeah man Um, and that winner was Coop uh, and he just dropped his debut album called Unveiled uh, you know right there at the end of 2019 and man You know, Coop. He had a a very strong year. You know, he had some really good singles, some you know, real awesome collaborations, and then he put out the album, and the album was a really strong project, man. Especially whenever you consider, you know, he's seventeen. You know, so he's still a teenager, still figuring his way out. Um, yeah, man. You know, for me, you know, as we got to really debate, and we got down to those last couple of two. I mean, it was hard to deny you know, the body of work that Coop had put in over the past year.
3: Oh, yeah. I mean, he'd been slowly releasing singles from the project itself throughout the year, and I was really impressed. And then when he finally dropped the album here at the beginning of December, I was just, like you said, he's 17, and for that body of work, it was really impressive for a debut album. I would have been, if I didn't know anything about Coop, I would have been, shocked if you'd have told me that was his first album because the quality was that good um, and a plus for him anytime you uh, make a debut on a single with on Dylan Chase's album that uh, definitely perks up uh, people's attention so if you remember him being on the Joyful Loser album had a song on there so he's off to a great start uh, definitely is well on his way to a a very bright career. Certainly, certainly. And
0: if you guys hit up 520collective.com, we actually were able to do an interview with Coop. Uh he kind of gave some insight on, you know, what the the year was like for him as well as what's coming up, you know, in, in the next year here in 2020. You know, he's already working on that next project. You know, he's got some cool stuff in mind. You know, he's really just a very focused you know young man especially for like i said being 17 is about to turn 18 so definitely kind of keep an eye on him you know i think there's big stuff ahead in the future for coop um and speaking of the future nate man what what are you excited for what are you watching out for come 2020 man
3: there is a lot i am excited for uh number one just to piggyback off of this is coop to see how he follows up on this debut project And like you said, he's trying to keep that momentum going and really excited to see where he goes with it. Also this year, someone I think, uh, well, if you aren't paying attention already, you're a little late. But our man Jay Crum, 2019 was a fantastic year for him. Uh, 2020, I think, is he's going to really get to that next level and take off. So I think you should be paying attention to that. Also, with his new single that came out this last Friday, this is just something that piqued my attention real quick, uh, Shawan, if you remember him, his new single he dropped Friday, that one, that took, got my attention real quick. He's always been one of my favorites, but he hit another level with that single, and he told me on Twitter that that's why he was so quiet for most of the year, trying to up his game, so. Definitely keep an eye on Shawan here in 2020.
0: Yeah, man, there's a lot, a lot of people, man. That um, you know, just based off of what happened in 2019, there's some high expectations now that we're in 2020 to see where some of these guys go. You know, I want to give a shout out to a couple of our own. Uh, I know, you know, our guy Offline PK. He's been doing his thing both production and on the artist side as well. Um, And I can tell you, he gave me a sneak peek of some of the stuff he's got in the works and man you know i put it out on my twitter account the the song that he let me listen to i'm not going to tell you anything about it one it's got a really great feature but when that does drop it's going to be hard to for anyone to argue that it's not one of the top releases this year i have a feeling so keep an eye out for him and then i want to give a shout out to our guy dj barcode you know, not only is he, you know, stepping up his production game, you know, he's killing it with 520 radio, building that up. I know he's real focused on it, you know, continuing to t- tweak that programming, adding new shows to it, getting new music in the rotation. So make sure you guys go and support the 520 radio. That is at radio.520collective.com. Or, like we say, you can download the His Hop radio app and hear the 24 7 stream right there on that app as well. Uh, but, man, that's a couple of, um, Couple of guys, I definitely want to give a shout out to you know, if you guys were saying, Man, I don't know if I've heard any of DJ Barcode's beats, uh, just listen to the music bed that's playing underneath us right now because he supplies all the music for the podcast as well. So, big shout out there, man!
3: Yeah, it's like you said, 520 Radio. We've only been he's just started that the latter part of November, and he's already taken off and run with that. Guys, like you said, we got some great stuff in the works. Some potential shows being added. It's going to be a good year for that for that radio station, so definitely want to bookmark that one on your internet browser for when you need some music and you're at work or wherever you're at. Definitely bookmark that for your player. No doubt, no doubt. And while we're
0: talking about it, you know, you got the whole, you know, coming into the new year 2020, you know, people making... You know, the New Year's resolutions, you know, that's a yearly thing. Um, One thing that stood out to me, man, you know, some people might know this, but our 520 staff, we've been reading some devotionals together on the Bible app. Um, And one that we just were reading uh, was focused on creativity. And I just thought there was a really cool message throughout that devotion, uh, Nate, that I wanted to hit on for just a few minutes here. Um, And it, you know, got me thinking about how we really look at and approach just um, being creative and and having that outlet to, you know, make new content and put it out there. Whether it's, you know, you're an artist, a producer, uh, you're, you know, running a platform, whatever it is. I mean, it's all creative, you know, design work, whatever. Um, You know, the thing that stood out to me, there there was a couple of them, Nate, and I wanted to get your uh, thoughts on it. The first one was, you know, it talked about creativity, um, not just being something that you're good at, right? It's it's an expression of what you were created to be. And I think sometimes we lose uh, focus of that, That right? We, we lose that sight on that fact that, hey, it's not that I'm just naturally good at this one area or have a talent here. It's You, you have that for a reason.
3: Right, right. And that's definitely something that I have noticed in my life. Um, you, you know, creativity, like, there's some things that creatively, when I was younger, I was able to do. Um, and life happens, you let it get caught up in it. And it's, honestly, for me, it's a struggle to pick that back up. So if you have something you're really good at and you feel like, god has gifted you with definitely keep working at it you you can do that for a reason god has big plans for that so don't lose that definitely want to use that and anything you have in your life that creatively that is a talent use it for his glory because that's that's why it's there
0: right 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 well and that's another thing that you know it talked about and that we discussed was, you know, one, we need to be good stewards of those gifts and, and not just waste them. You know, they exist, you know, not just for ourselves, but for, for God and for others as well. Um, and, you know, and in addition to the, the devotional that we're reading as a staff, uh, my wife also got me the new book by Bob Goff for Christmas, which I'm a big fan of his. Uh, and it's a 365 day journey is what it's called kind of you know kind of a devotional book in its own right and one thing i read in there that i thought kind of went along with this idea that we're talking about of you know hey you know realize where your creativity comes don't comes from you know don't waste it you know realize what it exists for um he was actually talking about uh people you know breaking the sound barrier you know this talking about obviously in an aircraft and um it discussed the fact that you you, know, you break the sound barrier at 768 miles an hour, but most people, the toughest part of that is when you get to 767 miles an hour. You're one mile away, right? You're close. You you just got pushed through, but it's difficult. Most people pull back because of the violence of it, right? It's it's shaking. It's unpredictable. It's crazy. Um, you know the the airplane itself is just like having trouble at that speed a little bit and a lot of people kind of pull back and i just really kind of connected that to this idea of what we need to do with our creativity nate and in the fact that man you know maybe something happens like take you know for us with 520 you know stuff happened in our first year that we did not really anticipate and that can be kind of a nervous time a difficult time but it the question is you know what do you do? Do you push forward and, and, and get the rewards from that, or you know, do you say, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, I'm not ready for this yet," and back off?
3: Right, and that's definitely something that's an ongoing challenge throughout life is to be able to push through, and when you're right at that breakthrough, and not just give up and say, "Well, you know, I, I tried, but it's too tough, so I'm going to go try something else." Definitely, you. And uh, again, this is, I'm preaching to myself here. You got to just keep pushing forward and know, especially know you've got God that's going to carry you through. So you just, you got to be fearless and keep pushing your creativity out there. Certainly,
0: certainly. And one guy, Nate, that, you know, kind of has done that is actually the guy who we are going to feature his song here in just a second. Uh, that would be our dude, King David, the vessel. He released a project titled relationships on the rocks or on the rock. I mean, sorry, not plural, just relationships on the rock. Um, and he sent that over to us, gave us a listen to it. And I was pretty impressed with it. And we got talking about, Hey, why don't we feature one of the songs? You know, we need to, we need to throw a song on the first episode of the season two for the podcast. And I was like, yo, David, which one do you think would be a good one? And he said, check out Strange Things. And that's what we did, man. We're going to listen to Strange Things. It's King David the Vessel featuring Tone Jones. Um, you know, we're going to kind of talk about it for a minute on the back end, Nate, but I do want to kind of get your initial thoughts. Whenever you first listened to it, what was your instant reaction? Was it playlist worthy? Were you impressed with the song?
3: Initially, the, um, I was kind of a mixed bag initially. The Tone Jones, I guess is how you Tony Tone, um, did a great job on the vocals. Um, for but initially, just the vocals for him, Tony were Tone were really good. Uh, I felt Katie Vessel's vocals were a little flat, but. That was just my initial reaction. Uh, If we listen to the song, go in depth a little bit more of how I felt about the song.
0: Cool. Yeah, let's do that right now. What do you say?
3: That sounds great. All right, guys.
0: Here it is. Strange Things by King David the Vessel.
1: Left. The desire to express finally arrived, Then you could rest. But do the stress from prior love and lack thereof and do the mess. You willingly gave me a try, and I obliged. Wanted to impress, so what was missing? so something different, something intimate. But it would cause you to let go. And that's when things started shipping. In order to have it all, it was important to collapse those walls. But you thought it better to defend yourself. Even from me, relapse dissolve, pushing me back. Forgetting we had a ball. See things with me, you don't dream. But when we ask you more you shut down. Fall back into the pit that I pulled you out of, and to keep me from calling, you wanted you to tax Support your power attack. But what you say and do, you took my grace for cowardice. But honestly, I feel voids so and you're still empty. How is this? You act like because of who I am, this ain't urgent. But now it is. But now it is.
4: In your eyes, I see strange
1: Never leave Vowed to you when I said you're good Confirmed when I said to breathe And though assault is coming It still hurts that compared to me You find value in other things places, to people that couldn't set you free Started pulling away from me Could no longer share in secrets Started telling other people things That you used to tell to me Had they covered you, carried you Without strings attached, cared for you Some of the same folks who broke you Weren't there when I attempted repairing you But I won't force my will If you don't want to fix it There'll always be a breach But my approach can fix your distance Now you saying I'm too deep I can only tell the truth, though you want it to be a lie But if it wasn't in your heart, I wouldn't see it in your eyes But there's still time If you love me, give us a vital sign I can still bring you back to life My commandment is revive and be my bride
0: It's it's time for the 520 Podcast Song Breakdown, sponsored by Show Me Christ Records. All right, what's up? That was King David the Vessel featuring Tone Jones, a song with Stranger Things from the Project Relationships on the Rock. Shout out to our guys at Show Me Christ Records for sponsoring this segment of the podcast. Uh, I know you kind of were saying it before we listened to it, Nate. You know, now you got a chance to listen to it again and really soak it in. Um, You know, you were talking about you were you like tones, uh, vocals on there. Maybe you know some areas for improvement, some areas for opportunity there for the the verses themselves. Um, I'm going to give you kind of my thoughts and then let you kind of circle back around and see if this. Uh, you know extra listen changed anything there for you but um, you know for, for me one thing that really stood out was one it was, it was a pretty smooth song it's got this R&B kind of flavor to it right and I think it, it was a um, very you know specifically picked out track for King David the Vessel you know I felt like it really matches up with his style and his delivery really well. Um, so that stood out to me. You know, I think the um, kind of the theme, the, the topic of the song was a very interesting one, you know, especially towards the end, it, it, you know, he's kind of talking from the point of view of of Jesus, you know, like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm going to come back and I'm going I'm to raise you up. You're my bride. I'm coming to get you, right? Um, so I, I felt like that was, that was uh you know a very good kind of theme for the song that he focused on i said i felt like it did match up well you know he wasn't trying to get out of his lane on this song in any means i do see what you were saying that there are some opportunities and i think that'll just come with as he continues to do music you know we're gonna see improvement as anyone that continues to practice you know their their craft but um yeah man i didn't you know, I, I thought it was a fairly solid song. Um, you know, I think personally, it, it would probably be it'll it probably find a home on one of our playlists. It's just a question of which one.
3: <laughs> and you're right; it's a very solid song. It's just I don't know if it was way his vocals were recorded or how that worked out. It just they felt a little flat to me. It was re- it was good, but just I I didn't kind of match up with. Tone's vocals, I guess, is maybe what the issue was. I had it seemed like they were recorded differently, so I don't that kind of was an issue for me. And then also, just another I mean, the production was I thought was really good, but there was the last segment that Tone records at the end. I felt didn't really fit the ending for the ending of the song. Maybe if you'd have put that little hook in a different in the middle of the song somewhere it just felt out of place to of how to end that song other than that like you said it's a very solid song i did enjoy it it just those couple things if we tweak if you tweak that i think that could have taken the song to another level so
0: yeah man so so, so 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 what do you what do you say nate is it uh is it playlist worthy
3: uh I, I don't think I would put it on the sauce just for those two reasons. Um but I definitely if if I I mean I'm not going to skip the song if it if I'm it, you know, listening to the album, but I don't think I would put it on the sauce. Cool cool cool. Well man, I'm interested to know what the listeners thought of
0: uh, this track, Strange Things, King David the Vessel featuring Tone Jones. Uh, if you guys want to weigh in, give us your thoughts. You know, Hit us up on those social media uh, accounts. Again, it's at uh, 520CHH, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You can go to anchor.fm, leave us a voicemail and, and give us some feedback. We'd love to interact with you. If you want to talk to me and Nate you know, directly, you, know, you can do that as well. You can hit me up on DM, on Twitter. It is at Eric Boston in the number three. That is at Eric Boston, number three. And Nate, I know you kind of live on Twitter just like me. So where can they hit you up?
3: I am at I am underscore Nate Dog. Find me there at I am underscore Nate Dog. Do a lot of stuff. This beginning of the year has been pretty crazy music-wise. So been lots of content to put out there. I uh, just want to plug real quick our uh, new playlist we re- just released here the new year. So our favorites for 2019 some really good music on it. If I had nothing to do with this playlist, I would still have favorited this playlist. And I, I've been listening to it a lot. I'm not going to lie. There's a lot of good music on there. So definitely give that playlist a listen.
0: Definitely, definitely, definitely. So yeah, check out all of them, man. Like I said, we got Sauce, we've got Working, and we got 2019 Favorites all on Spotify. We'd love you guys to check those out. Follow them. You can find links directly to them at 520collective.com. Shout out to King David the Vessel again, as well as our sponsors for this episode that is Show Me Christ Records, that is Chewed with his new album, Chill Town, and AJB4 with the single Real or Fake off the soundtrack for Ain't God All Right. Uh, Nate, man, it's that time. I think uh, we got to get into this interview with uh, Sean David Grant, CEO of Stars. But I just want to tell you, man, I'm excited that we're back season two. And, and I know we got a lot of stuff already kind of planned out that is making this season look like it's going to be pretty awesome, man.
3: This season is going to be great. I can tell already. I mean, we don't have the whole season whole season mapped out yet, but what we've got is going to be some good stuff. So definitely pay attention to the podcast this year if you haven't been already. You should be.
0: <laughs> for sure, for sure. All right, guys, we'll stick around after uh, this little break here and check out the interview with Sean David Grant. And we will talk to you guys next month, me and Nate together. Hey, guys, what's up? This is Eric with 520 Collective and the 520 Collective Podcast. I want to talk to you about Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way possible to make a podcast. Let me break it down for you. One, It's free. That's right. No cost to use Anchor. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you. So if you want to get on platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and many, many more, then it's really, really easy, guys. You just set up an Anchor account at anchor.fm. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Again, make money, no minimum listeners. You're not going to find that anywhere else. It's everything you need to make a podcast and it's all in one place. So go right now and download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And make sure you let them know you heard it on 520 Collective Podcast. Welcome to this month's Industry Insider interview brought to you officially by the Bookkeeper247.com. All right, we want to give a shout out to the Bookkeeper247.com for uh, sponsoring this insider interview. Uh, if you guys have not checked them out, go to Bookkeeper247.com now. It's a great platform promoting Christian hip hop, so make sure you support those guys. And joining me right now on the Stars Podcasting Network phone line uh he is actually one of the main reasons we are even part of this awesome podcasting network uh you know he is the ceo he, he runs the show there at j dot slash track stars you guys might know him as shantana but we know him as sean david grant and what is up sir hey how you doing man oh man i'm good i'm excited to finally get you on man i know it's something we've been um planning on for a while now and you know just didn't quite line up in uh season one but i'm loving that we're getting ready to start off uh season two with you here on the podcast it's a great way to kick off 2020
2: oh it's my pleasure man
0: awesome awesome so what's been going on in your world sir
2: man just trying to juggle everything um i mean you know you know some of the stuff i have to do but managing a team of how many like what 30 people or so on our team um I still have a full-time job. I, uh, you know, there's just a lot, a lot going on, but, um, just trying to get back to remembering what this is all for. Remembering that this is at the core of this is ministry. Sometimes the business can kind of bog you down, you know?
0: Oh, definitely. Definitely. Well, and, yeah, like you said, you know, me being a, a part of what goes on over there at TriStars, you know, which has just been an awesome opportunity for myself. You know, it's led to this whole 520 collective. Uh, you know, like you said, I was able to, I, I, I get to kind of see some of that firsthand, which is awesome. It's inspiring, man. Just know that what you do, you know, it, it makes a difference. It impacts people. It inspires people. So, you know, thank you, you know, from this end for sure. Oh, no problem, man. Awesome. So, you know, one thing you were talking about is just kind of how much that you have to kind of juggle. I definitely want to jump into that. But before we do, I mean, I've got to ask, you know, it, it's it's been a minute since Wonder Years. You know, we got a new year. It's 2020. Could we maybe see some uh, new music from Sean David Grant?
2: Oh, wow. That's a great question. Um So, yeah, so I, I released that album two years ago and almost. Immediately after, everything just went crazy, right? Um Right before the album came out, I lost my grandfather. And then right after the album came out, my dad got diagnosed with cancer. And then about a year after that, my mom got diagnosed with cancer. So as soon as I dropped my album, everything just went crazy. Um, my dad just passed away a couple months ago. So now I'm in a space of trying to process some of those things and process some of those feelings. So I may be ready to write again soon um but we'll see uh, it's been a journey um but i think god is going to be pulling me to to get some of that down on paper
0: and and share um uh what he's been teaching me during this time you know yeah i mean you know it's uh, uh tough situations that maybe kind of led up to it you know and definitely you know, prayers out for you and the family i know it's been you know some, some rough stuff there but you know i'm gonna be be honest you know we're not gonna be um we're not gonna hate it if it leads to some music from our end as listeners. You know, uh, we, we love what you do, man. So uh, we'll be keeping yeah, an eye I out mean, for sure. Yeah, I promise God that I would be an open book,
2: and He can use my life to help people however He wants. So if it uh, if it turns into something that people can get, you know, some um, you know wisdom from, joy from, then then it may be worth it. You know,
0: yeah. And, guys, if you haven't checked out uh, Sean's album, Wonder Years, you know, like you said, it's been two years. You need to get up on it and and go listen to it. Uh, You know, you get a little uh, clip of it at the beginning of every podcast. You know, big shout out um, to the fam, Sean, there for supplying us with the uh, intro music for the podcast. So, definitely, you know, thank you again for that as well. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Awesome, awesome. So... Guys, we're talking to Sean David Grant. He is the head of J Dot and Track Stars. Um, man, you know, we were talking about how many people have come on board the team there at Track Stars. You know how the platform has grown. You know, it's in its what thirteenth year now. Um, you know, and there's a lot of things that's going on. And, and what's crazy is the little bit of stuff that the I think um, maybe general fan base of Track Stars gets to see. Like they don't even see everything that you do, you know, being on the kind of inner circle, if you will, it's it's crazy knowing the amount of talent that you have in so many areas, you know, from, you know, doing your music to, you know, building up this platform that's become one of the biggest in our space. And then all the other stuff, you know, the, the web design, the graphic design, you know, building out, um, streaming services. It's it's crazy, man. Um, one I guess where I want to start is just, like, how do you know, like, what all to jump into, and, and how do you divide that time up?
2: Uh, well, okay, so, um, for me, it, it uh, goes all back to my original vision. Now, um, vision is a kind of a spooky category because some people say that when they really just mean they just wanted to do it anyway. God also wants them to do it, you know. For me, I didn't want to do any of this. Like I, I'm really shy. I don't like talking in front of anybody. I don't like doing any of this stuff. Um, it's really like, for instance, I started doing spoken word when I was 19. I would never have ever wanted to be on anybody's stage, but it was a, it was in response to uh, God urging me to share what He's taught me, right? So everything I'm doing now is a response to a calling from God to do something, to act, to help. So all of this has been a result of that. So what when it comes to new things that I'm supposed to be doing or people ask me to do, it really comes back to, is this what God called me to do? Does this match what I originally heard from him when I was around 21? I felt a strong, strong um, compelling from God to help um, create a platform for Christians to make content that can impact the mainstream world um, without compromising. And over the years, he's confirmed that call in my life over and over again. So whenever something comes up, I look back to what he told me, and I see if it fits. If it doesn't fit, um, I have to figure out how to get that off of my plate. Um, and then I reevaluate. Am I doing this because, you know, bringing some money and I need some money? Am I b- doing this because I'm afraid to say no and I don't want to hurt somebody's feelings? Am I doing this for whatever reason? I have to reevaluate and say, okay, this doesn't fit what he told me to do in the first place. Let me try and move this around, you know? So that's how I kind of um, uh, evaluate the task that I have in front of me. But also my personality is to kind of uh, just do things and, and um, you know, tackle challenges. But I'm really not good at the, the details part. Right. I have this big vision and I want to get these things done. Um, but I need people to help me kind of with the day to day and making sure I'm thinking of all the little things that go along with these big things. Right. So some of um, the time management part comes down to. Do I have the courage and the strength to delegate some of these things to other people who believe in me um, that want to see me succeed instead of just wasting a lot of time doing things that I shouldn't be doing? So, those are some of the things that I have to consider um, in my role. So,
0: yeah, man, and you know, we've got this uh, kind of popular term, you know, that gets thrown around when we're talking about these kind of things, and that's grind, right? You know, everyone, you know, it's kind of become this you know, sense of pride, like, you know, I'm grinding, I'm on my grind, and, and, you know, that's good, I think, but I think another thing that we see is you've got some people who feel like they've got to be involved in everything, every aspect of, you know, especially when you're, like, like, looking at CHH, they they feel like they got to be a dabbling in everything in that space, right, you got to be an artist, you got to be a designer, you got to be a producer, an engineer, uh, you got to have a YouTube, whatever it is, you know, you got to, they feel like they got to do all those things. And sometimes I wonder like, man, you know, what would it be like if guys and, and, and gals that are doing this just took the time to find out what's my, what's my one true calling and focus on that and, and let it go from there. Like, what's your feelings there? Like, is it good for people to be trying to get into all these areas, or is it better to really just develop one or two specific skills?
2: Um, well, it depends on a lot of things. Um, so for instance, uh, different parts, different times of this journey over 13 years, I've had to do a lot of the tasks because I was the only one that knew how to do them. And I was the only one that, um, you know, could figure out how to do them, right? So, so that came to doing graphic design, making the videos, doing all this kind of stuff, right? So, to a lot of people, it looked like I'm doing a lot of different things, but it's really because I had to. Nobody else, we didn't have any money, so we couldn't pay for somebody to do it. So, I had to just figure it out, right? Now, the problem is over time, uh, as our team grew, I started realizing that, um, some of doing all of the things was because I was prideful about those things. I wanted them to be done a certain way and I didn't trust that someone else could do them as well as I could. Right. Um, so some of that is, um, whether you have a team or not, sometimes you kind of think that you're the best at everything and (laughs) that, that, God gifted you in some unique way to be able to do all these things. When the truth is, uh, some some of it is your pride, right? So people like Ryan, uh, Ryan Moore with with Track Stars, had to tell me, "Give me something. You cannot do all of this stuff by yourself." And if I don't listen to things like that, when people come along and they tell me, "I am here to help you. I am here to do this for you," if I don't listen to that. It's because I'm prideful. It's because um, there's something in my heart that says that I'm better than. And it'll limit our growth. If I was still doing all of those things and I didn't let Ryan help me and I didn't let you help me and I didn't let Jason help me and all the other people that are Ashley and all these other people that are members of our team, we would still be <coughs> very, very small, right? Because I can only do so much in a day. I, you need to be able to multiply your efforts and give things to other people that they have a gift for so that you can multiply your efforts together, right? So some of that is a lesson that you have to learn. Now, let's say you don't have this big team and it's not about delegation and you're just by yourself and you feel like you need to be the rapper, the YouTuber, the this and the that. Um, That's when it comes back to what did God actually tell you to do? Um, it's possible that you can do all those things, right? And you can be really good at all those things. And for, for a time being, you do need to do all those things, but it, (laughs) it could be that you just wanted to do those things anyway, right? And that's a hard conversation to have with yourself because it's hard to admit that I just want people to like me and I just wanted to be a famous rapper and I just wanted to make a lot of money. That's hard to admit. So it takes a lot of reflection and a lot of honesty. And sometimes, sometimes that honesty doesn't come easy. And sometimes it takes years to figure it out. It takes a lot of failure to figure out. So um, I can't, it's not an easy answer. I'm not saying everybody who's doing a lot is wrong. And everybody that only does one thing is right. Sometimes you have to do more than one thing for a time. But it comes down to every individual person, whether that's right for them
0: or not. For sure, for sure. Um, I man, I think one thing that I've kind of learned over this past year, you know, going back to that term grind, you know, I'd really like to hear your take on that. Uh, because I think, you know, I saw a talk or a debate about that terminology on whether it's even a good thing or not. And, you know, I was right there, you know, I was like, oh, hey, you know, I expect this guy's grind or I'm, I'm, I'm trying to grind or where, And, you know, I've tried to kind of take that out of my vocabulary and really focus more on, uh, is it more important that I'm grinding or is it more important that I'm being obedient? Um, what, what's your take on that? Cause it feels, it feels like, you know, especially in this space, there's a lot of people that really push that idea of this is the culture where you got to grind.
2: Right. Yeah. I don't, I don't really think about grinding necessarily. Like I, that's not a term I typically use. Um, what I would say is that um you just need to move. Um, a lot of people, they mull over their purpose and they mull over their vision. They mull over their God-given gifts um, and they never actually do anything. So I would say you do have to move. You do have to get busy. <clears throat> but the term grind usually implies that you're doing something to the detriment of your health or you're doing something to the detriment of other areas in your life that are also important, um, that's not healthy. What you do need to do as a Christian is figure out what your purpose is and move towards it and do your best and always tap into in the God and make sure that you're on the right path. Um, that's the term, move, get busy, get going, but grinding I don't know if that's the right term to use. Um, for some people, it fits. I mean, really, all they really mean by that is you're working hard and you're not um, wasting time or doing what other people do. You know, wasting time at clubs and events that have nothing to do with your purpose. That, that That's probably what they mean. But too many people mean I'm doing this thing that is kind of like um, overtaking my entire life, and I, I have no time for you peons, and I'm, I'm, you know, this kind of thing. That's not, that's not healthy either. So, but you get figure it out, get new
0: Awesome. So, guys, once again on the phone with this TrackStars Podcast Network phone line, Sean David Grant. Man, you know, one thing that's um, really inspiring to me that I, I see in you, Sean, is. You know, whether you're an artist, whether you're a just a content creator, you know, whatever the case may be, you know, there's a lot that has changed. I mean, across that field. And, you know, there's a you got to kind of have this ability to look ahead and see, you know, okay, what's coming? What do we need to be thinking about? And you do that very well. Is there like a, a secret or is there anything that you pay special attention to in order to be able to? kind of see these things coming? I mean, obviously, you guys have um, rolled out Render as a a streaming service. Um, You know, I think that's kind of, you know, one of those next steps. Like, how do you approach that and and plan those things out?
2: Um, Well, some of it is um, whenever... I'm always kind of curious about what's happening next and what's coming new, so that, that just may be a personality thing, but when it comes down to Um, it comes down to research, right? One thing that I've found that maybe one of my gifts is if I need to figure out how to do something, I know how to figure out how to do it. Some people, when they hit a, a, uh, obstacle, they get stuck there and they don't really know how to get around it. Whereas I feel like if there's an obstacle, there has to be a way around it. And I don't stop until I figure out a way around it. Right. So. For things like Render and and Nectar and other services that we've created, it's really come out of me having a frustration with something, me saying there's got to be a better way, and then me figuring out how to make it better, right? And I think everybody needs to have that a little bit of that in them to say, how do I find out my way around this thing? And research is as practical as knowing the right words to put in the Google to find what you want. Some people don't really know how to process information that way and figure out how to use tools like Google and, and other search engines like YouTube and, and things like that to find the information they want to find. I, I've i done it long enough to know that anything I want to find, I'm going to find it. So um, I think that's really all it is, is just being curious about the future and also knowing how to, if somebody else has figured it out, that means I can figure it out too. There's nothing special about them that I don't have. And that goes for everybody. If somebody knows how to make a distribution company, I will also know how to make a distribution company. If somebody knows how to make a streaming Netflix type site, I will also figure out how to make it if I need to. You see what I'm saying? So, it's just a drive to always constantly improve and always never let anything stop you is, is really the key
0: for sure. So, you know, we're, we're in 2020 and, you know, we're going to get all these people talking about clear vision and, and, and all this stuff, you know, that comes along with that. Um, if you were going to talk with someone who really wants to, um, you know, take, this this new look this new year and take a step up take a you know level up their platform whatever it may be what's just like one solid piece of advice that you have that you can give to people that they can apply kind of to whatever it is that they are trying to do you know specifically in entertainment
2: Um, I mean, just first thing that comes to my mind is, is you have to be, you have to commit to being consistent. We have, um, every Saturday for 13 years, gotten up and come into the studio, barring like planned breaks and holidays and stuff. But for 13 years, every Saturday, Ryan, Jeremiah, and I go to the studio and do a show. We've done it for 13 years. And if you stay consistent And you and it's not just consistent, meaning you don't do anything and you just do the same thing over and over again. Consistency means you're doing it repeatedly and reliably, but you're always looking for ways to make it better. Every time I'm in the studio doing the show, I'm looking around and trying to figure out how can I make that look better? How can I make that mic sound better? How can I make that TV uh have a better image like i'm always evaluating the scene that i'm in and figuring out how to make it better so the first thing is you have to be consistent people have to be able to rely on you all the people that have worked with us over the years they always end up saying man you guys are always always reliably there and if you're a new brand or a small brand that you're trying to get going you have to ignore your numbers you have to ignore any kind of feedback you're getting, you just have to commit to consistency. Because one thing we learned is if you stay consistent and you constantly improve, there are going to be people that you think are giants in front of you, then there's no way I'm ever going to get to their level. They're going to go away. At some point, it comes down to when everybody else quits, who's still there? And people will find you eventually because no matter (coughs) how big the other things, other brands in your space are, they're eventually going to get tired. They're eventually going to burn out. It's going to happen to you. It's going to happen to me as well. And when, it, when whoever's ready, whoever God prepares to be ready next, they're going to get the benefit of being there, right? So um, that's really the thing. You have to say, this is my life mission. If it's not that big of a deal to you, then you're probably not going to, do very well unless you 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 know are just have some favor unexpected favor that comes on you immediately and it's just kind of a hobby but if if you're not committed to this is my purpose it may not always be called whatever you're calling it it may not always look the way you have it looking right now but this core idea that i have is my purpose and it is what god wants me to do then you just have to commit at the beginning of the year I am doing this even if it doesn't look like it's working. We did our show for 50 people total for 10 years. No feedback, no big, you know, numbers. Nobody knew who we were. We did it for 10 years in, in obscurity before anybody knew anything about us. That's how committed we were to it because we believed in it even when nobody else did. So. Um, that's the mindset I think you need to have at the beginning of the year. Constantly get better, but stay committed.
0: Yeah, I, I love it, man. I love it. Um, and, you know, that commitment has really paid off, especially here recently, man. You know, you got um, the Track Stars live show, and people are being able to see it in more places than they've ever been able to. Um, just give us a quick rundown, man. What's been happening with the show where can people check it out now? Cause I, I, I want to make sure that people know that almost anywhere that you can consume content track stars is getting there.
2: Yeah. So um, our show has kind of changed over the years of first we were just audio. Then um, Jeremiah started putting our videos up on YouTube with just a picture and the audio. Eventually we got our first camera. So we started making actual videos of our show and we did that for years and then the most recent addition is we started doing youtube live right so now every saturday people can kind of participate in our show and it's it's like we're in the room but you're also on the show too because we read your comments and we kind of interact with you while you're watching um we have also gotten to where we have a live 24 7 stream of our show on roku um different websites Things like that and on on render of course right so that's the new thing for us is live streaming 24 7 streaming live in the in the moment streaming um so that's kind of the newest um uh aspect of our show but again that came from the same principle of how can we make this better what do we need to make it better um and that's what came out of that
0: oh yeah I, i love it man you know um i'm just always excited For what you guys, you know, put together, what you guys are accomplishing. Um, It's just, it blows my mind thinking, hey, you know, I've been a small part of this journey and just seeing where you guys are going and saying, man, I want to follow along. So, you know, thank you for that for sure. Um, If people want to make sure they're keeping up with what's going on in Sean's world, where do they need to um, hit up? Where do they need to follow you?
2: That is a great question. Um, I am really not good at um, allowing people to keep up with me and I think part of that is it comes down to my personality. Um, my wife just made me take this this uh, personality quiz called 16 personalities or something like that right and what it said I was was a um, mediator um, so that's one of the 16. And basically it kinda of broke down to where I'm I'm not really good at letting people in and to see who I am. And I'm trying to process what that means. Um and uh, you know, try to be better at allowing people to see, even though I can do that on a song because it's controlled, I have full control over it, you know, like I process it. I you know, I don't I don't let that out just willy nilly. Um, when it comes to social media and letting people see a constant stream of who I am that's that's not really good so I mean you could go to my um, Instagram and see me at Sean David grant but there's not a lot recently especially since since um, my dad died I haven't just I haven't wanted to show a lot of who I am but uh, I'll get better at it so if you go there Sean David grant is I also have a website Sean David, David grant com where I'm supposed to be putting updates of who I am so after this interview I'll make it a point to do better at that so if people really want to follow along with my journey um, I used to do it I used to do a a daily spoken word piece on my um, blog Um, every now and then I just I just fall off of it so um, I need whoever supports me to to encourage me along the way so it's like hey Sean what's going on now what's going on just just ping me and then Keep checking in on me, cause I'll. I, if you let me, I'll drift off to a corner by myself, right? So I need, I need your support for that.
0: For sure. I mean, if nothing else, they can tune in to to Track Stars on Saturday, right? Yeah, that's that's basically my live blog on Saturday. <laughs> that's when
2: I, <laughs> when you get to hear what I think about stuff.
0: Awesome. Well, Sean, man, thanks for joining us on the first episode of season two of the Five Twenty Collective podcast. Um, yeah, you know, I love it. I'm looking forward to the next time we get you on here, man. Uh, just thank you so much yeah, for joining us. Man. Awesome, awesome.
2: Anytime, anytime.
0: There you go. It's, it's going to happen again. You can believe that for sure. So, guys, once again, that's Sean David Grant from Track TrackStars. Uh, shout out to bookkeeper247.com for sponsoring this interview and as well as the rest of our podcast episode sponsors. We will see you for episode two in February.